The following is a fourth-hand production. What did the president mean when he said the deep state Justice Department? And does this administration believe that the deep state is a real thing, that there is this shadow government out there actively plotting to sabotage him? Uh, Look, the president finds uh, some of those actions very disturbing, and he thinks that we need to make sure uh, if there is an issue that it's looked at. But if there was anything beyond that, I would refer you to the Department of Justice that would look into it. Is there a clandestine network entrenched inside the government? The deep state supposedly controls state policy behind the scenes, while the democratically elected process and elected officials are merely figureheads. Who is really running the show, and how does the X-Files play in? Find out next, on Hysteria 51. I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that isn't sure about the existence of a deep state, but wonders if there are shadow governments. Are they run by shadow people? This is Hysteria 51. Has our associate in Washington looked into this? Apparently he has responded to the situation in a way that I don't think any of us would have anticipated. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, we're your hosts and agents in charge, Brent Hand and John Goforth. There is a small matter of concern with the FBI, but we'll handle that internally as usual. Now, Brent, tonight we are talking about a very, I don't know, buzzy term, Mm. uh, (laughs) the deep state. The concept that there's a shadow government at play pulling the strings behind the scenes. Pull the string! <laughs> that is right, John. I think the president is in charge. Oh, please, that's that's just a temporary employee, as we've actually stated on this show before. These guys are the ones with the real horsepower, always covering up the truth from us. So we remain blissfully unaware that they're actually running the world. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? Hey. It's kind of like this show. What is he talking about? (laughs) That other voice you're hearing is the third host of this show, but first to disappear when it's time to pony up for a beer run. That's true. The one and only Conspiracy Bots. See, Bots, a robot I created in my lab to help dig into these topics and and find the truth. And unfortunately, I think he's only really digging into my eventual grave, (laughs) metaphorically, of course, uh, because digging an actual grave would be more work than that bastard's actually willing to put in in a day, I think, or or ever. That's also true. So, Seabot, what were you talking about that the deep state is kind of like this show? Well... You guys give the appearance of being in charge, but everyone knows who really pulls the strings behind closed doors. Producer Lisa? Yeah. Who, 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 who are you talking about? <laughs> Me. You idiots. No, that's no, just, no, no. Uh, I, I mean, we literally can turn you off. You do every time you speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, my I'm friend. O- I'm okay with that. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. So the, the evil robot doesn't find me attractive. 
that turns out is I'm sleeping well tonight. Yeah, I'll deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, John, yeah, the, this this concept of deep state isn't a new one, but it, it's come into the spotlight recently with Trump throwing out crazy accusations about a deep state in the U.S. government that's out to get him. And he's using that term. Right. He says the term deep state. So we thought, what better way to kick off a conversation about a syndicate lodged in our government Ooh, syndicate. than to talk to someone affiliated with one of our favorite shows who's covered this concept for over a decade and continues to the x-files my favorite show really i didn't realize you watched it chris carter and i go way back that is a that's a bold-faced lie prove it isn't true (laughs) right i can't much like tonight's topic the concept lives on because it's really hard to prove a negative well here to help us try is tonight's guest one of the creators of the new game x-files deep state Brandon Marsh. Brandon, welcome to the show. Yeah, Brandon, welcome. So, Brandon, tonight we are talking about the deep state, uh, which is a good topic to talk about with you since you are one of the creators of X-Files Deep State. Tell us a little bit about how you got involved in the game and its uh, genesis. We've been working with uh, Fox Next Games for quite a while, developing the game and... uh, since last fall, we made our official announcement uh, roughly about the same time that the uh, beloved Commander-in-Chief started taking to Twitter on the same topic. And uh, then we Twitter? released... I didn't, I didn't realize he was on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's not following you guys? Yeah, who knows? Well, his private... <laughs> not you probably officially. Don't, you don't know, probably know about that Twitter account. You know? yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure one of his agencies is doing that it's for It's a him. swamp. Swamp Drain underscore 69. Oh, his agencies. Yes, they're all following us. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, they're listening right now. Yeah. We haven't released this episode yet, but they are listening right now. Probably remote viewing. No doubt. <laughs> Stored in some massive cloud database for later reference. Right, right. So going back to uh, timeline, we've been developing uh, the game for quite a while, and then we've uh, launched it just this February. And uh, so far, everything is great. We've just about uh, released uh, the second season by the time this uh, episode comes out. We're just gearing up to launch the first uh, case of the second season. Great. And you were telling us uh, offline that... uh, it being an X-Files game, obviously, you're not playing as Mulder and Scully. That would screw with the, the canon, if you will. I don't know about um, you, but I'm playing with the superstar uh, Agent Brent Hand. Agent Brent Hand. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, I think my, my guy's name is Brick Hardstone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a porn, is what you're saying in your version. Yeah. No, just a really manly name. Yeah. Can we have this conversation? I'm Buff Hardpeck, and I'm here <laughs> yeah, to help. <laughs> this takes place between seasons, right? Uh, everything, all of the drama that takes place in the game right originally we uh, kind of wanted to fill this gap uh between the end of the x-files season nine and the uh sort of this period uh, of when Mulder and Scully left and everything quieted down and mm-hmm. season 10 was just coming out when we during the development of the game and we launched the game just uh, in the early part of, let's say, season 11. So luckily, we didn't have to retcon a whole bunch of stuff. And oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Didn't you also tell us that the show's uh, creator, Chris Carter, is the one who gave you the name for the game? Yes. So we had, uh, of course, gone around with a bunch of different names and 
were uh, researching lots of variants, and uh, this name was uh, given to us by Chris Carter. So I think he had some uh, foresight into what was going on in the, let's say, American political zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that this is a hot-button topic right now. (laughs) And that that puts the ball perfectly on the tee for tonight's topic. Which is the deep state. We were talking about this because it's such a great name. And I thought, you know, it's one of those terms that everyone's heard, but I don't know if everyone really knows what it means. But it's got that that deep, ominous feel to it. Yeah. And so I went to <laughs> I, I wanted to, to actually get a definition. I went to Wikipedia and it says in the United States, the term deep state is used within political science to describe influential decision making bodies believed to be within government who are relatively permanent and whose policies and long term plans plans are unaffected by changing administrations. I think I think you could have just gotten Cbot to uh, read out that definition for you. I know it's so and that one's you <laughs> know what's funny so that's the Wikipedia which you think you, people edit that and everything. That's not even mm-hmm. the most ominous one cuz then I just went to dictionary.com and here's mm-hmm. the one that they they put out for deep state clandestine network entrenched inside the government bureaucracy intelligence agencies and other governmental entities the deep state supposedly controls state policy behind the scenes while the democratically elected process and elected officials are merely figureheads that one's dark (laughs) isn't that just the description of the x-files in general exactly (laughs) i should just take that for the game's description actually files doesn't work without deep state really that's the thing (laughs) i like it i can get on board with that yeah that's kind of his uh, except for figureheads he wants their heads literally on pikes i think yeah yeah outside of the white house yeah and and you you brought this up yourself uh, the the term's really been brought to the mainstream by you know our certain current president's tweets, and uh, mm-hmm. it didn't originate there though. John, I mean, yeah, what's, what's the background? The, the concept has been around for a very long time, and the term has been around longer than most of us probably realize. Political scientists and foreign policy experts have have used the term deep state for years, which is something I'm going to start just putting on all my resumes. Foreign policy experts. Mm-hmm. You said you are. I mean, you are. But they've been using it to describe individuals and institutions who exercise power independent of and sometimes over civilian political leaders. Kind of like that concept we talked about before. Hey, Mr. President, you're a temporary employee. Yeah, yeah. When you talk yeah. about they go to the CIA and says, I want to know stuff about the aliens. Right. Yeah, that's above your pay grade. Right. It's mainly, though, been before the current hoo-ha, yeah. uh, it was mainly applied to more developing countries like Pakistan or Egypt Turkey, or Turkey. Turkey's a big one yeah. that you hear about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where the military leaders and spies made the real decisions in like these barely pseudo democratic societies, they would just get rid of the elected officials whenever they thought it was time. Yeah, it's not even as much of a coup as in the, all right, bye. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, it's something that's so foreign to us here. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's it's crazy to think about, you know, as it, isn't it all that crazy, though. I mean, the whole definition is really just this, you know, this dark, smoky room with a bunch of guys sitting around who like actually decide things. And I, I like how you said smoky room like there's almost a smoking man in there. Hey, now. Hey, oh, hey. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you're right. It's not it's not that crazy. People in power enjoy staying in power. You know, yeah. And, what, what's a and, pesky election here and there? You know, come on so now. Even in Turkey and Egypt, they actually made sure that they did. They've more recently, literally, converted to 
kind of overtly being security state dictatorships. They do not allow the people to have honest, democratic voting processes like they do in Russia. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's, it's, you know, it's elected by the people. It's fair. And uh, nothing to see there. (laughs) Yeah, the the deep state is the only state. Yeah. The thing about these other countries is deep state is almost a misnomer because it's so apparent. It's so obvious Mm -hmm. when General Bad Mustache says, uh, I'm in charge. And hey, nice to meet you, Mr. President, that I just got elected and will do my bidding until I don't want you here anymore. Wasn't this the entire plot of the Expendables one? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you know, there's this this bad general in charge with the CIA's, you know, former clandestine guys turn around. I mean, yeah, like dear listener at home, if there's ever been a more appropriate use of the term. I celebrate the entire collection. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I, I celebrate the entire catalog. It's Brent with the expendables. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm just a big, I'm a big Ronda Rousey fan. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's funny. And, and John brings up a, a good point. I'd like to hear your, your thoughts on this, Brandon, because you look at these other countries and you go, oh, wow. I mean, obviously this is happening. And it's so, it's so, um, so, evident and then you look at the u.s and people go but we that doesn't happen here and then a lot of people laugh at that yeah (laughs) yeah what what are your thoughts i've heard a very interesting theory or take on the subject is um, regardless of uh, how a president uh, or politician gets elected on their first day of office they get sat down in a room they run the zabruder film and say like uh you know, here's what happens if you don't follow uh, our plan. Well, and that's a that's a great reference or a great uh, starting point for for the political aspect in the U.S. because that's the one that's that's the seminal moment that many people speak to when they're talking about deep state. And they the, they show the real film that uh, Bill Cooper pulled, which is the uh, driver turning <laughs> around and shooting them instead oh, yeah, of with, the, a, with the, an air gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, never mind those lookers on the grassy knoll. But basically, know. saying, listen, the the real leaders of this country, the deep state, will take care of you. Like we took care of JFK, witness exhibit A. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think it even goes uh, further back. I mean, if you uh, – there was this um, – well, let's say, what, uh, 1930s, the attempted uh, fascist coup of the United States, same thing. A group of, let's say, industrialist businessmen and politicians approach a certain general – they make him an offer. It didn't go through, but, you know, we see these things kind of happening over and over. Money begets power and power begets power. And once you have either of those, you like hold on to it. And no one, mm-hmm. uh, it, it never seems to be that like, you know what, I got enough money and power. I'm just going to go retire. No, uh, you want more and more and more. That's why people, you know, like drug cartels don't go, well, you know what, we've made so much money. I'm just going to go winner and, you know. Rangoon and enjoy my life. No, they they want more and more and more, and they want to take over. And that is kind of a universal, uh, unfortunate truth here on this planet. And uh, people people corrupt. It's just an extension of the old court politics. I mean, you have the uh, yeah. outer circle, you have your inner circle. Everybody's struggling around 
the the crown, let's say. Yeah, yeah, you bring up the crown. You guys are only going back to the 1900s to talk about the deep state. I'm going to take you much further back. William Henry Harrison <laughs> oh, well, yeah. made somebody mad, and they gave him pneumonia, and that's why that cat died. The you know, was he in office for yeah. thirty days? Bring me the, bring me the royal mm-hmm. uh, sickly to cough on him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the way. That's that's germ warfare at its best. So at its core, this concept is a real one, and and we we've just talked about some some real world examples that have been proven in in other countries mm-hmm. like Turkey and Egypt and so on. But has it ever truly existed in the U.S. that we can prove? And if so, does it still? We'll get to that after the break on Hysteria 51. I think I could probably just give conspiracy lots of that's, 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 A couple of viruses. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know, it, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by extras for 30 years and, there's over 25 different languages that you can learn, and people, millions and millions of users use it because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition, and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use, like, the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient, and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value, and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to him, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. 
They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, Scully or Mulder? John, you got to fight one to the death. Which one can you take? Oh, Mulder, easy. She's got small hands. Yeah, she seems like a gouger, <laughs> yeah. but she's a gouger. <laughs> We're back with Brandon talking deep state. And, uh, John, you promised us before the break you're going to give us some examples here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, uh, some alleged examples. So this is going to start to sound a little political, everybody, but we are not going to take it there. Uh, we're literally just we're literally showing... talking politics here, so yeah. it's going to have to. <laughs> right. But what we're showing is how that both sides have used this concept throughout history to help further their own ideology. Oh, shit. There goes the planet. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of how it goes. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah. in the U.S. <laughs> Thanks, today. <laughs> now, so in the U.S. today, the concept of a deep state, at least as a political tool, forgetting whether it actually exists mm. or not, but as a political tool, is primarily a, a tool or a belief of the far right. Mm. But it hasn't always been that way. For a generation before this, mm. uh, people who who saw something like like a deep state in America, yeah. although they really didn't call it that. Yeah, it the was term. the same thing. We're on the left, not the right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it kind of that generation of deep state belief started with the 9-11 attacks. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about 9-11 conspiracy theories or anything like that. Right. I just mean the fact that 9-11 triggered the rapid growth of, of kind of an opaque security and intelligence machine, often unaccountable to the civilian legal system. Think uh, the Patriot Act. Right. Right. Which is a man. Talk about a buzzword. Yeah. You know, and then there's something that people just go, oh, my oh and so, God. And leading all the way, even Obama used in his um, his campaigns that he would eliminate a lot of this uh, overreaching by the government. So it was it was a, it was the left saying, are you saying he used a better term than drain the swamp? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's worth noting that once he got into office, he didn't really eliminate a lot of that overreach. Almost like Brandon said, almost like they came in they and sat him down. down and goes, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he didn't that. like the, the, the thought of the, that Zapruder film. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, 
it did it did tie back at that point to more of like the military industrial complex yeah you know a mm-hmm. group of of military and intelligence officers obviously defense, defense contract oh yeah yeah and and neoconservative ideologues that's a mouthful who in some <laughs> versions to, it took orders directly from dick cheney yeah so a lot of people will 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 point to him in you know the last uh <laughs> I don't know. Twenty years as as one of the the, the kind of like a warmonger, you know, yeah, and, and, and really leader, was in power and leader of the deep state. And so Talk that was about, the yeah. that was the that was the position of the left. The the deep state exists. Mm-hmm. We might not call it that, but uh, Dick, Dick Cheney Dick, was the boogeyman. He's That's running it. Yeah. And, I mean, in fact, he's running the presidency. George Bush is just a little dum dum dum. Get in his way, he'll shoot you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. 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 But in the Obama era, the, the focus shifted to the eerie precision of of targeted killings by drones. Remember, we talked a lot about drones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, and, and, and remember, like the, the big thing was like, oh, man, you know, they're going to kill U.S. citizens. You know, they're 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 allowing that. And how where do we mm-hmm. I mean, do you remember the, the 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 uproar that came with that, Brandon? Yeah, I think it, it's kind of strange. I mean, to look back at it now, because uh, it you know evaluating the the different outrages uh, uh you know when you have a republican or a democrat in office the opposition has their their chance to be the outraged one right. and uh, it seemed like uh, for those uh, people during obama's tenure in office the outrage was not quite as there or prevalent in a lot of mainstream media Simply because, let's say, the conservative media at the time was not all that healthy or popular, right? And they, and it's also kind of a branding thing. They hadn't, they weren't using that term "deep state," so it wasn't like a touchstone that they yeah. could, they can mm-hmm. reach back to every. Luckily, time. they they hired the right ad agency. Yeah, finally, <laughs> and they they got Don Draper, and he's like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> smoking, he's smoking Lucky Strikes, and just <laughs> man, I got it. <laughs> well, you know, also during the Obama era, that was the era of Edward Snowden. Oh yeah, uh, and, mm-hmm. and talk you know, a, talk about a deep state leak here. Oh yeah, Jesus! In 2013, yeah. all of his Snowden, Manning, WikiLeaks, exactly. Yes. Like this was all happening. Snowden's actually quoted as saying in 2014, "There's definitely a deep state. Trust me, I've been there." <laughs> mm-hmm. And but, the thing but about it him, turns out he was talking about the Hollow Earth. Yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> the, he was shaking yeah. hands with the reptilians. Real, true deep state. Yeah, the, the only real, real deep, deep state. state. The the puppet masters <laughs> you know it, it, it is funny you look at people that come forward and with uh claims of things and normally it's not people that were in positions like snowden really was to where you know he actually had his finger on the pulse of these things and i would say he also delivered some actual hard evidence to back up his claims right Right, not just going, uh, believe me, because I said so. No, he's going, here's this and here's that, and I'm kind of uh, absolutely putting his life on the line. And one of the best things you can do in situations like this is try to get out in front of the gov- the, 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 the public so that they don't just 86 you before anything happens. And make a run to Russia. Right, like, uh, right. <laughs> well, and the mistake, that Snow- the mistake that Snowden made was that he wasn't just releasing – uh, hey, the government killed a bunch of people or did a bunch of awful things. He was also releasing truly 
uh, th- there's there's like two types of classified documents. There's classified, like we talk about on this show, that you have to have like majestic clearance to read that right. th- that no one knows exists. The president doesn't know exists. Mm. And then there's classified for a reason type stuff that yeah. we want to. We don't want China or Russia or anyone else to have the plans to explain. Yeah, they don't. We don't want them to know our thoughts and plans on the socioeconomic structure of Europe. Uh, and those, the, you know, the the WikiLeaks, the Edward Snowden, he he leaks stuff that we we would want kept classified. Some of it, yeah. some of it yeah. not all of it, of course, yeah. not all of it. And so that was the big mistake he made. And, and I think that's why you know that he was kind of not made a martyr because he's still out there kicking. But you know, a lot of people um, uh, got a bad taste for him. Got a bad, kinda, yeah, kind of fast. They turned against him. Uh, I mean, even those who would normally say be more supportive of, of him because he. Really, kind of went carte blanche. They're coming for you. They're on the way for you, Brandon. (laughs) It's deep state. (laughs) You're right, though. You're right, though. He just he he, for lack of a better term, shot himself in the foot. You know, he he really did. You got to pick and choose. And when you go, well, here's everything. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, that's dangerous in and of itself. I think really we can't uh, can't see the full impact for years to come. I mean, there's still documents, even the press and and a lot of people haven't seen that he either has or or had encrypted in this, um, you know, these backup files. He's going to leak them out like Nostradamus right after the fact every time. (laughs) You know, oh, we figured it out now. Yeah. And speaking of impact years to come. The one and only Donald J. Trump came, and he is ready to get rid of all of those problems and drain the swamp. I mean, it had his supporters singing. It's the most wonderful time in eight years. That is a that is an interesting choice. Hold up. I found a better one. President Trump is a mighty man running this country the best that he can. The media swarms and the networks lie, but he doesn't flinch. He's a fearless guy. Get out the way, old man Schumer. Get out the way, stubborn Nancy. Get out the way, all you haters. Trump's on a roll and it's going to get greater. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, that is supportive. Beautiful. Now, Brandon, you know, you know you've uh, made it when you have, like, a, a couple middle-aged or older women wearing hats and T-shirts and just singing carols about yourself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't One care. can only hope for such great. Yeah, 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 exactly. Whether you're on the right or the left, when you listen to that, if you get excited, you are a different type of person. I'm sorry, Alex Jones coming out. I'm trying to hold it down. <laughs> well, speaking of Alex Jones, since Trump's inauguration, the, the, the term deep state has been used by by politicians, by Trump himself. Certain um, commentators. And, and they use it kind of like mm-hmm. other politicians use main, like mainstream touchstones, like, mm-hmm. you know, guns or abortion or, or whatever. But, but Trump's president, mm-hmm. Trump is using it to say that People are trying to delegitimize his presidency and thwart his policy goals. It's, it's a wonderful speaking or touchstone. You know, you just go, hey, these people are in power. Uh, 
I'm here to stop it. And the only reason these things are happening is because they know that I'm the one who can actually fix things and they don't want that. And he has alcohol. That's he, smart. It is. But he and his alkalites are probably the first ones to actually use the term deep state while actively in office. I mean, listen to this guy. Well, I think, first of all, it's very likely that the deep state, the, bu- the professional bureaucrats, uh, the people who run the government on a day to day basis, uh, did do things that were very opposed to. Uh, Donald Trump. Oh, Newt. Now, I just want to point out, Newt is a form of a reptile, reptilian. So, yeah. you know, I think we're, we're, we're getting close to home here. I, I mean, you're I, getting way, way into the deep state now. That or I mean, I'm, I'm stretching. You keep, I think, well, <laughs> the further you go back, the more puppet strings you see. <laughs> That's right. Isn't it technically an amphibian, though? Well, you know what? I mean, they don't discriminate because they're better than us, so they just all-encompassing. You, oh, okay. You would get that if you took your adrenochrome daily. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see from, from even the clip, they, they tie the media to the deep state as if they're working together. So there's these shadowy cigarette smokers in hidden dark mm-hmm. rooms working with the media all to bring the man down. Right. And and as well, daytime talk show hosts like Ellen, who are like key to the whole deep state operation. Yeah, who who, who are these these funny little um, nothing to see here's, but are actually like people say indoctrinating people. Why is the lesbian <laughs> dancing again? Yeah, yeah. somewhere <laughs> someone's angry every day, but watching every minute of her. It's like the Howard Stern show. I hate him. Well, how much yeah. do you listen to every minute of it? Well, maybe you shouldn't. Then. Why do we both so just angry? revert to Alex Jones? I know. It's just I I channeled him this morning. <laughs> Someone left the the planchette on the Ouija board. <laughs> Something. So, the, but here's the question: If I mean, obviously, if the media was working with the shadow government or whatever they are, that I would like be... to use the term "real real government." Okay. The shadows, fine. thank yeah. you. Just just government. <laughs> yeah. Just government. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would be a conspiracy larger than anything that we ever have contemplated on this show. Even using the term conspiracy, there's no such thing as a conspiracy. It's only business as usual. (laughs) That's actually really right on. You will make a perfect uh, addition to Hysteria Nation. Just go on Facebook, search Hysteria Nation. (laughs) Plug! (laughs) There it was, there it was. Uh, All right, so... So the question becomes, where does like legitimate opposition stop and the deep state start? And what I mean by that is Help in, unmuddy these in, waters. in President Trump's current presidency, he is out there saying that there are people working against him. But he's also doing a lot of things that are kind of unprecedented. He's signing executive orders to make changes that people aren't sure are within the purview of his power. And so there are mm-hmm. other politicians who come in and say, wait a second. We need to check your power because this our our wonderful republic is built on a system of checks and balances. That's why we have three branches to yeah. the government. Where do the checks and balances stop and a actual conspiratorial deep state start? I, I, I would say maybe it's somewhere where the documentation and process uh, is and, you know, just kind of winging it and making things happen behind the scenes. You you have to, if you're going to have a legitimate, uh, you know, you're this dark shadowy cabal that is, is, let's say it's a real thing like that. You're going to have to have something like the CIA or someone in your pocket that is 
physically pulling the strings, you know, and that's a hard pill to swallow in a lot of ways. You know, it, it, it one little stone comes and the whole wall falls. So where, where does that power come from? Where does it start? Where does it stop? And who's really in control is, is a hell of a question. Well, I'll give you the answer to it. All of this is political mumbo jumbo and malarkey. All right. <laughs> there is no deep state trying to get Trump out of power. And there was no deep state trying to mess with the, with Iraq back in the day or, or o- Obama trying to drop drones on people. It's all crap. So is this the John Goforth pretend hours that we're no, no, no. Right now? The, what we, <laughs> if there is a deep state, they are here, but they're only here to do one thing suppress all of the alien information oh, so this oh, is a ruse yes. in front yes, of us yes 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 and we're going to get to that right after the break on hysteria 51 feel some oh. i had to open your eyes yeah, yeah. i know i know that's all there was this whole time uh, everything we've done up to this point was actually for a reason. Uh, Everything we've done up to this point. uh, Everything we've done up to this point on this podcast was a waste of time. So if you're listening right now, go back and unlisten to the first half hour or so. And now, now we're going to tell you the truth. Uh, We were, we were teasing this alien thing, but right before that, when I was saying like, you have to have this huge cabal for that to, to be able to happen with the CIA in your pocket and things like that. And that is not something that people do not believe in. That is something that a lot of people do. And they have a lot of either words or groups and things. And some of the buzzwords are. The NWO, the New World Order. Now we're not talking about the WCW, WWE guys, but literally, yeah. literally <laughs> a, a dark New World Order. You might not be talking about the That's WCW. True. I am. Then you got a lot of groups, uh, Freemasons. People love it. You know, a lot of people say the Knights Templar are still around, and they're the ones pulling the strings. And then other people go, "No, pull the strings, <laughs> you dumb bastard!" It's the Bilderberg Group every year, and then other people laugh at that group and go, "No." It's those goat head wearing chanting bastards in Bohemian Grove that are actually uh, pulling the strings. I mean, there's all these groups that people love to tout as the actual uh, controlling faction. Why is one of the freedoms that they are allowed at Bohemian Grove to pee anywhere? That's a big thing for them. <laughs> they are just that's, allowed to drive trout. That's a basic right that anybody really strives for. Well, but but so, it, it might be frowned upon in, in regular society. But in at Bohemian Grove, <laughs> if you're just walking down the path and you wanna you wanna drop trout and just start, I pee here. I, yeah, I'm rich. Everyone else looks and goes, oh, I get it. I grew up in the middle of the country on a farm in the middle of nowhere, and I'm a kid, <laughs> and I'm I'm peeing outside, and my sister sees, and she goes in and runs and tells my mom. And my mom comes out. And grabs me and brings me inside and she's like wait till your father here's what you're doing <laughs> about a minute later my dad comes in he's like where the hell's brent and she's like do you know what your son was doing he's like what peeing outside my dad's like yeah he said he had to pee i told him to pee right there <laughs> and why did i know my dad is one of the ruling class in this country and why did it look yeah. like gary coleman's arm <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm scared and I like it. <laughs> hot, hot, hot tub time machine. Oh, that's right. When that's they're right. about to force, uh, uh, what's, uh, I'm forgetting his name, the bald guy, yeah, to, uh, um, uh, to fillet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Rob Cordry. Rob, thank you. Uh, uh, to fillet, what's his name? The, the African American guy? 
Uh, Craig Robinson. Craig Rob- uh, when, when they're about to make <laughs> Rob Corddry fillet Craig Robinson. You just used the word fillet. I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, I, I want to apologize to you. such a classy podcast. Yeah. Right. Actually, Seabot, do we have a clip of that? Slurp, slurp. Gag, gag. Slurp spit. No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah. So it's it, these are just groups of the rich that are trying to keep themselves rich, you know. And and a lot of people will go, well, that's the real ruling class and one percent and all that stuff. And then ah, uh, the people that look at that and go, these dumb people, the they're they are the real puppets because, as John said, aliens. And that kind of falls back into the X Files. Hell, that was <laughs> you know, of course, uh, a, a big part of it. Well, and know? that's the thing uh, if. If the alien agenda has been here for a long time, whether it be we have their technology, whether it just be not only do we have their technology, but there was free energy involved in that. Mm-hmm. And we don't want anyone to have it because the oil companies are making too much money. Tesla. Exactly. Or it's just the fact that we're friends with a bunch of people from Zeta Reticuli. Yeah. The, the fact that these people in power, this deep state are suppressing all of that whether it be for their their own good or our own good. Yeah, Brandon, what's, what are your thoughts? Like, if, if these aliens, let's let's say that this is absolutely true. They're, these aliens are doing it. They're, see, they're, they come by every time. So why? <laughs> do they suppress it because, you know, we don't think the public is ready? Or do they suppress it because uh, they told us to that we have to suppress it and keep the, the, the public in the dark? I think it's more like this. I mean, if... If things are being suppressed, they've done a pretty poor job as of late. I mean, if you search online nowadays, there's full catalogs with all descriptions of every sort of alien race out there. And, uh, you know, even uh, government officials in many countries are giving public disclosures on the topic. So, um, you know, it's it's like this, actually, even in the X-Files, they explore this whole concept of is the whole, um, say, alien topic or alien existence or alien conspiracy just another psyop cover story for something way more mundane? Right, right. Like we, we talk about that on here a lot. Like, OK, what a beautiful way to keep the 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 public's eye off of uh look we'll, we'll go back to look at richard Doty and paul benowitz oh we got a p- crashed plane this guy thinks it's aliens hell tell him it is it'll throw him off yeah. the scent and that, what a exactly. wonderful way to keep people to keep people occupied from what's really happening be that it's just military stuff or actual you know false flag events or whatever you got going off in in your right hand Everyone's looking at the left hand because you, you got your know, Glaxon over there doing a dance and everyone's going disclosure, disclosure and 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 wanting it. And we're just drip feeding in BS to them one way or another. That's a that's a, a thing a lot of people believe. There's a lot of people who would rather embrace the romance of this fiction of, you know, aliens are out there. They're controlling. Hey, our lives. hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 fiction yeah yeah uh, this this you know this notion that there's some higher power beings who are actively involved in in human civilization and steering us yeah whether they they were our creators or whatever architects whatever you want to call it it's like um sometimes a lot of times when we see things or we experience things we can't explain we have to make up that explanation 
Uh, that's not to say there's a lot of things that we've recorded or seen that we, you know, who knows what the truth is. Everything from, uh, you know, this whole ancient aliens theory to all the art recorded with very peculiar looking stuff throughout human history. Well, it's just uh, floating a, in the sky up there. That's fine in this religious thing. Yeah, people love to bring that up. Well, yeah. as, as they say on the X-Files, the truth is out there. And as they say on mm-hmm. Area 51, you won't find it here. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly, exactly right. <laughs> so, Brandon. Brandon, let's bring this thing home. We talked about Deep State today, not only because it is a a pertinent subject for our listeners, but also because Mm -hmm. the game that you helped design, X-Files Deep State, is literally titled Deep State. Yeah, it's not just a clever name, it turns out. We we talked before about how Chris Carter gave you the name for the game. Uh, Tell us, how does the X-Files and the game tie into everything that we've just discussed? Well, um, without giving away too much of the plot, you basically embrace the role of a rookie FBI agent. So you come in, uh, you start uh, on a case that's sort of a bit strange, you know, uh, and suddenly you get pulled into some more strange encounters. Maybe um, some monsters one, I liked and stuff uh, like that. One involving uh, the White House itself and the true nature of the president. So, um, you know, right off the bat, we, we get right into, uh, right into it. And then from there, we uh, kind of – the nice thing about X-Files is you can explore so many different – topics or facets of modern day yeah, life. Uh, pretty much carte blanche. You, you can do what you want and uh, and it can fall under that. that what, yeah, that's absolutely great. So a lot like the TV show, it's following breadcrumbs that, that could eventually lead to something much larger. And the guy following those breadcrumbs yeah. is... is uh, is Rock Wonderbone or whatever you Brick you Hardstone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like it's some sort of MST3K, you know. Like, what was your guy's yeah. name? Biff Rock Groin. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I, it's fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. John, Why do you been, go groin? I don't know. It's because where I go is groin. Grab him by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, Told was, you. that was actually a good drop. Steve I'm by. destined for grander things. Is what he's getting <laughs> yeah. at there. A lot of you know, uncover hidden clues, uh, collect evidence, solve puzzles, interrogate witnesses. I like how you know you give you options. Like uh, they'll say, ask you, like, well, what did you hear? What did you think? And and you can kind of shape it as as you're playing, and you solve the case. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of mini games, hidden object games. The, but the chooses your responses, I really like that. And Seabot loved the voice. She's so hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we can uh, make some arrangements for after the show. You know? uh, right. So here's the, here's the question. In the television show, I guess the deep state, if as it were, it was the syndicate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the, the smoking man reported to the syndicate. So I'm assuming uh, I don't want to give away spoilers here, but I'm assuming that that might pop up in in the game itself. In fact, I think I might remember seeing the outline of a man that looked kind of similar to the smoking man uh, at the end of the case. So, um, yeah, we're exploring this. um, The whole point of the game or the the main topic is to explore the lead up to uh, the X-Files was really leading up to 2012 and and December 21st, 2012, the Mayan calendar, alien invasion, it's all happening. If you place a picture side by side 
of the Hadron Collider and the Aztec calendar, there's an eerie similarity between the two. Sorry, he does that. I I, it's just it, conspiracy <laughs> bot doesn't understand the difference between Aztecs, Mayans, uh, <laughs> safe touch and bad touch. Yeah, uh, he, <laughs> he just he and he really likes Giorgio Sukulos. So our apologies. Uh, no worries. As you were. Sorry. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, basically uh, the the whole plot of X Files was leading up to the alien invasion. Like this, yeah. this was going to happen, and then in season ten and eleven, they're just sort of like. Oh yeah, the aliens decide they're they're not coming. So yeah, you know, don't don't worry about that kind of stuff. Uh, so I think the the exciting opportunity in the game is to we drop so many breadcrumbs, so many references for real hardcore X Files fans. All of our characters kind of either tie in or relate to other people in the X Files world. Even your character ties into one of the actual X-Files episodes. If uh, I, I ever say- hear Mulder say Brick Hardstone, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to lose my mind. I'll be so happy. Dirk Rockroyd or whatever the hell I said. <laughs> I prefer that, but that's all right. I feel cheated, Brandon, that I named my guy Agent, uh, Agent Hand. I feel like <laughs> I really missed out on an opportunity here. I blame myself. I take full responsibility. Wow, that's record that nation. That is the first time he has ever said that. So, Brandon, it is a uh, the the other cool part is it's a free game. Uh, well, I guess a freemium yes. game. You know, just like, free to play, like Candy Crush or anything else, where you can you can pay extra to get extra bonuses along the way. Yeah, but I I had a I actually had a blast, and I, I also got really frustrated because I guess in my own head, you know, you're going back over these these uh crime scenes and you're, you're trying to find the mm-hmm. things i'm like i know i've found this thing before where the hell is it you know <laughs> like you like i really real, realized how dumb i am i almost threw my phone when i was trying to find a coffee cup <laughs> yeah yeah and what do you mean i'm out of hints <laughs> <You know? laughs> one of the other things i loved about this and i was i was looking through the website and i that you had some of the reviews and the av club did one of my favorite oh. reviews and i want to read that one if you're cool with that yeah it, yeah yeah it's uh Here's one for everybody who's paranoid, but not so paranoid that they won't allow a giant TV corporation to install some new programming on their constantly active tracking device they permanently keep in their pockets. (laughs) 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 That doesn't sum up everything. It is it is perfect. (laughs) Yeah. So were you? A, were you? A that big... was a legitimate laugh for me. Most of the time, I give Brent the courtesy laugh because you know it just makes the show go on. But that was, I yeah. was legitimately guffawing. <laughs> Did you? Were you a big uh, before? You know, in the past, were you a big X Files fan? Like, oh yeah, and, yeah. Do you have a? Do you have a favorite episode? Uh, this has come up a lot in the interviews we've done, and I would say my the key season for me is the third, where they really oh, pick too. up steam, yeah, and they yeah. really kind of connect all the conspiracy stuff, the alien stuff, um, and they really hit their stride there. So there's so many episodes uh, in that season that I could say are, are my favorite. I'm so glad you said that. My, I'm, I feel the same way. Like when Mulder is talking to one of those members of the syndicate and he's like, uh, you know, we need X from you. And Mulder's like, well, tell me what that thing was. He's like, well, it was a Foo Fighter. Right, we we right. got it from the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. It was a UFO. Yeah. Uh, or as that guy says, oh, what does he say? UFO? 
UFO. UFO? Like yeah. he, he says it really weird, but uh, but yeah, the, the third season, how it started to tie everything together, and Mulder wasn't just a conspiracy. Yeah, nut. yeah. we were talking about. It. We were going to bring that up because it, it's fun. How this is a show that a couple things that the show did that that was great is they would return characters, they would keep things going, and even like your 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 write off. You're not right off, but you know, you always do the monster of the week episode. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. they come back. Even Those monsters. The first, yeah. yeah. And one of my favorite standalone episodes, and I don't know why, but I, this is the one that popped into my head first when I was thinking about this. And it was actually from fifth season. It was the 12th episode. I had to look it up. It was called Bad Blood. It was the vampire. Oh, episode. yeah. And it had yeah, the yeah. kid from the Sandlot <laughs> yeah. uh, was a vampire. And one of the things that I loved that Mulder did. You're killing me, Small. Was the. Yeah. <laughs> you're killing <laughs> Uh, he the vampire this kid's coming after him and he grabs the stuff and throws it on the floor and it hit on this vampire lore that a lot of people don't know or don't talk about is they have to like count things they're like ocd and so the kid's gotta like he wants to kill him but he's like one two three four and he's picking up all the stuff (laughs) off the floor and it was a great little nod to like an obscure thing in like vampire lore and that's what's fun with these shows you can't Every episode can't be the syndicate and stuff like that, but you have to have these yeah. these um, monster of the weeks and these standalone episodes, and and it did great with that. And Brent, you're so right about the X Files doing a great job of like everything we just described is basically what they call a procedural, right? Mm-hmm. Where uh, every episode can be standalone, but there's an ongoing story as well. X Files did a great job of taking some of those standalones, retying them back in, bringing them back uh, to where it oftentimes in procedurals. Like, I mean, the the classic example is... Um, you sound like you're so in advertising. <laughs> the procedurals. <laughs> yeah. the, the classic example is um, was Law and Order. The, like, there yeah. are 30 episodes... <laughs> 30 episodes <laughs> a, a season that you literally don't have to watch to, to have any idea what's going on with the characters because the characters don't do anything. They just track down a, a child rapist. Yeah, or and then you yeah. got Ice Cube in the back. Yeah, this guy was taking PCP and mixing it with... Honey and peeing on it. The kids call it Stingabuzz, and like he's always making up stupid crap. God, uh, but but with X Files, you couldn't miss an episode. Like you, you mm, need yeah. to pay attention yeah. because they, it would come up later. I love that about it. Yeah, and that's actually what we really wanted to capture with the game is still having this overarching mythology, but each case is uh, you know can be standalone or it. Um, you know, there's small things that may interconnect. Uh, one thing that I will say to the player audience is every choice you make matters. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, figured oh, that God, out. You but sound like my parents. At, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> As you make decisions in the game, later on, those are coming back to uh, to influence how the game's played uh, in later stages. Nice. Wait, so you're saying nice. a liberal arts degree wasn't a good idea. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's not what you were saying at all. You're talking about the game. No, that's cool, though, because like you said, and that, that ties in great with the show, like it's everything that's happening is going to come back and it's going to happen. That's that's awesome. So uh, tying it back, you know, we're, 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 we're talking about the deep stain thing. Like, what are your final mm-hmm. thoughts, Brandon? Like, if you, you had to sum it up uh, you know, in hmm. world or whatever, do you, do you can you put a bow on it, or is that too much to ask? Uh, That's a hard one. Let's say that um, it's the the whole concept is not without merit, but what we're seeing right now is probably one of the most interactive or interesting um, kind of fictional narratives that are happening 
alongside politics, uh, especially with the uh, deep state and the sideshow of QAnon. Um, it's really engaging. It's like a political thriller. It keeps people interested in politics where perhaps they wouldn't normally even be that interested. You just said like a political thriller. It is. It's playing out like a Jack Reacher novel or something like yeah. that. You're like, holy crap. <laughs> exactly. I and, prefer Jack uh, you Ryan know, for well, my you know, political that's thrillers. Actually, for this would actually probably be a better point, though. You know, sometimes Reacher's in the politics. It's okay. We'll agree to disagree. And, <laughs> I mean, can it, it, it can me? be as uh, as comparable to, you know, an X-Files episode or any of these other sort of political no, 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 acts. No, it's way really. scarier because this is actually <laughs> true, 100%. <laughs> like, like, this are you saying horror. that the things in the X-Files oh, are not Oh, he got us there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the, the alien denier calling me out. The X-Files was, <laughs> was actually the first project by Tom DeLong uh, to let us all know, to 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 gently guide us into uh, the that's idea. That's Brigadier General Tom DeLong. I don't know if I got obviously yeah. been on the news today. <laughs> did you did you read? Uh, this is a complete side note, but we do this often on this show. Did you read that Mark Hoppus said that he helped find Saddam Hussein or gave, gave them gave them a strategy? The and strategy, he's not kidding. The strategy actually was pretty smart. Brandon, did you see that? It just came out. Uh, no, I haven't uh, read it yet. So uh, Tom DeLong, uh, former lead singer and guitarist for Blink-182, has long been in the conspiracy world, and he's now started his mm-hmm. own company to the Stars Academy um, to, yeah. to to work on UFO disclosure. So everybody's like, okay, that one guy from that band has gone off the deep end. Well, here's another guy from that band, completely unrelated to UFOs or anything, saying, yeah, I gave advice to a general on how to find Saddam Hussein. He said they couldn't find him, so he goes, here's what you do. You know in the general ish area he's at. <laughs> start having your trucks drive around and play an inaudible tone that can be picked up on tape and then when you hear it it's time stamped and you can go okay well he's in this general area uh, that, actually, yeah, yeah. that actually makes a little bit of sense i mean i, I don't know how well, easily they, they could kind do of do like that, that now i'm, I'm, I'm uh, sure yeah well the one thing we have learned is if we need any military advice or political advice or or ufo advice all we need to go are to Pop punk supergroups from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Travis Barker is now the head of Voltron. That's <laughs> <Like, laughs> how he, he fits into it. I'll do you one better uh-oh, and uh-oh. tie it all together. That uh, a lot of people uh, believe that the whole purpose for the Iraq invasion was to recover a crashed UFO. I've heard that. I've heard uh, a, a Stargate. I mean, you know, there, yeah. there's differing opinions there, and they like to fight. But yes, like the whole thing was, it's not for oil. Oil is the the root, the cunning ruse that they 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 put in front of us. That the other, it's actually the the prizes of this knowledge and this technology. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Giorgio Sukolo said so. <laughs> yeah, John, what are your thoughts? Well, there's, there's, I have two thoughts. First, the the concept of the deep state isn't that nuts. Meaning, there are people in the government who will work to affect the government's ends that don't necessarily involve our elected officials. I don't think that's crazy. The concept of the deep state as it relates to what President Trump is currently saying, I do think is crazy. I don't think that there uh, is this nefarious organization of almost every politician. Uh, it's kind of like when when Trump says fake news. He's literally Trump has come out and said, yeah, I just say 
this is a quote by him. I, I just say fake news whenever I don't like what a media company's saying about me. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, like he literally admitted that. Alternative and, facts. And I think that <laughs> yeah. deep state is basically his version of that for politicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. the deep state coming after me. No, it's just politicians who don't like what you have no. to say. And and that's okay. Listener, you can uh, it doesn't matter if you're a Trump fan, Trump supporter, or a Trump. He hater. didn't invent it. He, he did not invent this. He's just using it as a yeah. political tool. And I think the deep state as it comes to this political tool is complete horseshit yeah i i I actually that's that's exactly kind of what i was going to say uh what gets lost is that that whole fact that it's it's not fiction it is a huge tool for the white house and i say the white house i don't just mean this white house any white house can and it's uh it's an invisible enemy the deep state it's not exactly something that's tangible so it's easy to point blame away from things and make it as this this boogeyman the deep state and it kind of takes accountability away in a lot of ways and he's not the first person to use it he's not the last and i'm sure that if we really broke it down every uh, every white house has done it to one extent or another we're just in the the deeper throes now because we have a a a president who's on twitter and things like that and 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 saying the things that he does and it's a Hell of a time to be alive. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it ties back uh, 1984. Emmanuel Goldstein is the ultimate enemy, you know, and uh, it's the same kind of these uh, political narratives. There's a boogeyman out there. Right. We can't point. We can't name. But, oh, this person's involved. This person's involved. They're bad. You know, it's easy to label them, but it's more difficult to, like, proof, uh, provide some concrete facts or evidence Every or reasoning needs a face except and, for cobra commander yeah. <laughs> and we trade in boogeymen on this program right nation yeah. speaking of boogeymen let us know what you think yes yes hop on hysteria nation go to facebook.com and search hysteria nation let us know who is the boogeyman who is the deep state are, are we crazy yes. thinking that name not- names yes we, Exactly. We want to hear your thoughts. Also, you can go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria51Pod. You can find this episode and all other episodes. You can find extra episodes on Patreon.com slash Hysteria51. And call in. Let us know. Talk to Brandon. Tell us what you thought of that. Tell us how much you love the X-Files Deep State game by giving us a voicemail. 773-669-7277. John, what was that number? That's 773-669-7277. And if you forget any of that, you can find it at Hysteria51.com. Now, speaking of finding things, where can we find X-Files Deep State and Brandon, you, the one and only Brandon Marsh? (laughs) If that's your real (laughs) name. You can find uh, the X-Files Deep State. um, Most uh, social media platforms were just uh, backslash X-Files game. You can find the game itself on the App Store, on Google Play, and even on Facebook. We, uh, we're totally out there, so you can find the, all information at xfilesgame.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're, we're everywhere that Hysteria 51 is. Yeah, so absolutely. Th- those are all your social media accounts, but they can actually play on iOS, the Google Play Store, or Facebook itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. Got it. <laughs> Brandon, thanks a ton for coming on. We had a really good time uh, talking to you and had a, had a much, blast guys. playing the game. Um, it, yeah. is, it is one of those games that my, my wife gets mad about because we'll be watching. She watches her shows, and I'll sit in there and stuff, and I do it, and she'll start talking to me. I'm like, uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. She's like, are you playing that stupid game again? I'm like, it's not stupid. <laughs> this is research. This is for the show. Yeah. And you need to leave me alone because, you know, Brink Hard Cheese is going to solve this case. <laughs> <laughs> Brick Hardstone, uh, thank you. And one more thing, Nation. We have a treasure trove of goodies from Brandon at the, and the team at the X-Files Deep State game, which we are going to be giving away on Hysteria Nation. So keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, well, everyone loves giveaways. With that said, I've been Brent. I'm Brandon. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.